Hey, it's Kathy. I'm so excited because, drumroll please, doors are officially open to my program, The Abundance Method. I have been wanting to put this program out in the world for two and a half years. I've been working on it behind the scenes, and this is my signature program. This is the program that is going to teach you the method, the framework for how to become a master manifester in your life. Why is that? Because everything is vibration. We live in a world that is atomic. That means the world is made of atoms, which is energy. 99.9% of every atom is energy and less than 1% particle. So in order for us to manifest in our life, we need to become the highest vibe possible and to sustain that. This program is going to show you how to meditate and how to set your day on the right track so that you have a practice that can help you project your amazing energy into the world, which will bend the 3D, which will help you manifest in ways that you won't even believe. This is a transformative live 10-week program. It is designed to help you on this journey of spiritual awakening. It's going to give you tons of tools. I'm going to show you how to change your energy, master the manifestation once and for all, This is the first program of its kind. We're actually trademarking all of this framework because it is something that is so unique. And I think you're going to be so excited about learning it. Also, there are some bonuses right now. If you sign up, you're going to get an exclusive podcast so that you can be listening to this program. If you can't make the live Zoom calls, we can give it to you on a track so that you can be listening to it like you do a podcast. Also, you're going to get a pack of 10 meditations from me. And you're going to be getting a training that I just gave a workshop called Permission to be Rich, one of the best workshops I've ever done, which you will love. And there is a platinum level to this program. If you choose the platinum level, not only do you get extra coaching calls with me, you also get extra mentor support, but this is really cool. You also get a retreat included. My retreats are normally $3,000. You will get the retreat for free included. Plus, you will get a front row seat at that retreat because you will be on the platinum VIP track at the retreat. All of this is here for you. I'd love to see you in this program. I want to see you tapping in, turning on to that electricity within you so that you can find your way to the life that you were born to manifest for yourself. You can join us now at kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait. Get on in there. See what all the excitement is about. It's going to be so much fun. I truly believe there's a uniqueness to everyone's voice. Like, Everyone has a certain way of saying things that no one else says. And that's what people want to connect with. I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short and to stop sitting it out and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking, and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time, because it's not just about business. It's about contribution. It's about meaning. That is what we seek. That is what we truly want. And you absolutely are here to serve the world. And I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. I just want to apologize for the audio. So we were supposed to leave today from Atlanta. Uh, we went to the airport. We went through 
all the different things. We returned the rental car. We took the train to the terminal. We took the next train to get to our particular place. Then we checked the bags and you should have seen us walking through the airport with the three kids. It was such such a funny thing. Maybe I'll even post this video, but my two-year-old was so tired of walking because there's just so much of it at the Atlanta airport that she actually got on the back of the suitcase while my husband was rolling it and he was rolling my two-year-old on top of the suitcase. In any case, we finally checked the baggage, got all the way to our gate, and there was a um, little bit of a security issue, and we couldn't get on the flight. And um, I started to cry because it was very frustrating. And I also felt sad that we live in a time like that. But I'm so glad that, uh, you know, better to be really safe and, you know, have any regrets. So we had already checked the bag. So I just wanted to bring it up right away because normally I'm using a microphone and I had already checked the microphone. So right now I am just coming to you from my hotel room and I'm so sorry that the audio is not as good as we want it to be for you. But I'll tell you the silver lining was we then left the airport. Our bags went on their way to Los Angeles, but we uh, came back into the city and decided to make something magical out of it. And we stayed um, at the St. Regis, which is gorgeous. We didn't stay here the other part of our trip. And we, we decided, let's go for it. Let's just stay in a really beautiful hotel. And so we got to the hotel around three o'clock and we sat by the pool. My kids were happy and I caught my breath. And it was so beautiful. The weather was just right. My kids were in the pool. And here I was sitting in my bathing suit with a robe on drinking a Bellini. And I thought, wow, how different is this moment than two hours before, 45 minutes before? And I want you to know something, which is you deserve to know that you're worthy. You know, here we were about to leave Atlanta. We stayed an extra day. And I decided, you know what, because of everything that happened, let's just stay in the nicest hotel here. Whatever it costs, let's just do it. And I want to just remind you that money is a resource. It's a resource. And people often say to me that they want just enough. They just want just enough. But would you ever say that you'd want just enough water? That you want just just enough oxygen? Like, I don't know about you, but have you ever been to Denver And I remember once when I was nine years old playing tennis with my dad on the top of the Hyatt Hotel in downtown Denver and playing tennis and I was a little out of breath and I realized the air is just different, right? It's just a little bit tighter. It's The altitude is different and you don't want just enough oxygen. You don't want just enough water. You want plenty of it. And money is just another resource. Money is a story we made up. We decided to take paper and put values on different pieces of paper. So money is value and we exchange it for value, right? We exchange it for things that are valuable, somebody's time, things that people make. So all of you, all of us, each person is worth a zillion dollars. So please know your worth and know that it's okay to enjoy what money can buy. Money is just a resource And we can use it for so much good and we can share it and we can enjoy the most beautiful, precious things that the world has to offer. And we don't need to feel ashamed in giving to ourselves and giving to the world and knowing our worth. And I just want to share that with you and keep reminding you of that because I think it is such an important message and there's so much available to you. And I want you to just keep knowing that you deserve it.
I love you so much. And I have some more good news. I just got an email from Forbes, Dara Brewstein. She wrote an article and um, it's all about the 18 best women-led podcasts. And I was really thrilled and honored that she chose us as the very first one to feature. Uh, it's a great article. We'll link to it in the show notes, uh, but you can check it out if you go to Forbes. And there's many other awesome women on the list, like Gwyneth Paltrow's show, Goop, and Jenna Kutcher's show is on there. So I felt really proud of that. So thank you, Dara, for writing that article. Just such a treat. And today we have one of my most favorite guests. Morgan Harper Nichols is on the show today. For those of you who don't know Morgan, you are going to fall in love with her. She has over 500,000 followers on Instagram and for very good reason. If you want one of the most beautiful, life-affirming people to follow on Instagram, go ahead and follow her. You're going to get to hear from her today. I just want to share with you, I've talked about Morgan many times and in my book, I actually mention her as well because she's just so incredible. But here's a recent post of hers from April 15th. And she wrote, just in case no one has told you this lately, the mere fact that you keep choosing to show up every day after everything you have been through only points to your strength. And I just think that that's absolutely beautiful. Uh, I want to read you one more of hers. She says, keep on being you. Keep on doing those beautiful, honest things you do. In this ever moving world, we need more people like you. She's just an incredible soul, and I'm so happy she's here. So we're going to get into that in a second, but I wanted to tell you one last time that today's episode is sponsored by my book. It's called Don't Keep Your Day Job, no surprise there, but it's not just a transcript of the podcast. It's not that at all. The book is really something I sat down and figured out over the last almost two years, what are all the essential things that I want to share with you so that I can hand you sort of like the cliff notes, the crib notes, like what are all of the things you need to grow your business, to leave your mark in this world, to feel more fulfilled, to feel more expansive, like you are living and swimming in that joy and making money, doing the things you love and adding your color to the world. I would love for you to read the book. I'm really proud of it. I think that it's going to be one of those books that you really love reading and you will give it to a friend and you'll buy one for somebody else that you love. If you buy the book before May 1st, which is just two days away, you're going to get a ticket to all of these incredible bonuses that are over like $8,000 worth of value. You will be getting an invitation to join us for six weeks of coaching calls. You will be entered into raffles. One is for a one-on-one coaching session. One is for gift cards to Nordstrom and Anthropology. Really fun stuff. Also, you'll be able to choose from one of three free masterclasses that you'll be getting either on how to create a successful podcast or on how to teach a successful online course. Or finally, you can choose the three essential steps to turning your passion into a profit. So, so much good stuff there. Not to mention, I'll be choosing five of you every month between now and when the book comes out. And each month, I'll be sending five of you an advanced copy plus a handwritten note, as well as a package of a few of my favorite things. So, If you like this podcast, I guarantee you, you'll love this book. 
And if you want to buy a copy for a friend, you can do that as well. And then if you email us their information, you can get them in on these bonuses as well. So if you go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book, you can find links there to all the different places from Barnes and Noble, amazon.com, the audible version, go ahead and grab it however you want it. And then if you scroll down at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book, you'll find a place to enter your details so that you can grab your bonuses. I cannot wait to spend six weeks with you guys doing some coaching. It's going to be really, really wonderful. I love getting to know you. I love doing that deep transformational work. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, And yeah, so go ahead and buy the book. In addition to a book that I think will be one of your favorites, you'll also be helping support me in a way that you have no idea how much. It is so incredible. But I think because of this community and how connected we all are, that I think this book is going to become a New York Times bestseller, which will not only be life-changing for me, but What I'm hoping is that that means the ripple effects of everything we're talking about and all of the guests who've been on the show and all of the listener stories that I feature in the book will inspire so many people around the world to take more action in the direction of their own dreams and add more beauty to the world and just to feel happy because guess what? Everyone deserves that. Every single person from Chattanooga to Barcelona, everybody deserves to feel like they matter and to feel like their life has meaning and to be adding just goodness to the world around them. So thank you guys for buying the book. Go ahead and grab your copy before May 1st so that you can get all the bonuses. Now let's dive into today's show. So the remarkable Morgan Harper Nichols is here. She's a writer, a poet, an artist, and a musician. Go ahead, like I said, check out her Instagram. It's beautiful. Everything she posts is deep. Everything is inspirational. It'll speak to your core. And she does this amazing thing where she takes a story from one of her fans and creates a piece of art specifically with them in mind such an incredible practice and empathy and just goes to show how much that compassion is truly needed in this world. Morgan has worked with major brands like Coach, Darling Magazine, and she's been featured on social media platforms for publications like Teen Vogue and Refinery29. She's also the author of Storyteller, which is a number one Amazon bestseller in inspirational poetry. And that's really no surprise because her words are absolute magic. So without further ado, please welcome the phenomenal Morgan Harper Nichols. Morgan, it is such an honor to have you here. I really mean that. Well, thank you for having me. I'm just really in awe of you. I know that you are all the things, a writer, an artist, a poet, you're also a musician. Can you tell us the story of the rising of Morgan Harper Nichols? Yes, I can. So I come from a very creative background. My parents, especially my mom, was very creative We would have just your regular dollar store notebooks and crayons and markers, and we would just make things all the time. So that's always been a part of me. But one thing that hasn't been a part of me for a long time is the confidence to share it. I was like, this is just Mm. like a hobby. And also, I don't really think people would care to really know what this is. You know, that carried on into college. Um, I decided to major in music, which was very difficult for me because so much about being a music major was like auditioning for roles and like what your voice could do in comparison to someone else. And that was just very heavy on me. And it kind of led me to a place where I was like, maybe I don't want to do music. Maybe I don't want to do anything creative. So I switched to an English major because I looked at my transcript and English was a one class where I had gotten like 
perfect grades in and it was Mm -hmm. the easiest class for me. So when I graduated from college, I started working as an admission counselor at the school that I graduated from. And then I started a graduate program in writing. And my game plan was, I was like, okay, I'll finish my graduate program in writing. And then I'll just teach classes on writing and I'll have my job and everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And I met my husband in college and we had just gotten married. And for about a year, everything was going pretty smoothly. And then the position that I was working at the university was actually moving to a different part of the state. Right. So it You're was like, like, that's not going to work. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of this really awkward moment of like, we can't just like get up and sell our house and move. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to leave that job. And at the same time, this is happening. My younger sister, she has started a YouTube channel and she was putting herself out there and all of that led her to actually getting a record deal and touring and traveling. Wow. So my husband and I actually left our jobs and we actually went on the road and traveled with her. Oh my gosh, what an adventure. Yeah, that led to me getting into music again and finding my way from there. And I was like, well, you know, songwriting is a thing. So maybe I'll just find a way to write songs. And I got into songwriting. It's like, well, you know, great. Here I am right back where I started. Um, And I just kind of went along with it because honestly, like I didn't really have another option at that point. You know, it was like, we've got a mortgage to pay. Like, you know, we're newly married. And I was like, this is, this is all I have. So that led to uh, five years of traveling, being on the road, putting out music. And it was so much fun. In hindsight, it really was like, I'm so glad I did it because it, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And After about five years, I was kind of getting to a point where, and my husband and I both were like, we're not really sure if we can do this for the rest of our lives. So we actually started to kind of take less shows, but that also meant less income because that had become our job. So my husband, he also is a carpenter. So he started to go back into carpentry. Meanwhile, I'm sitting at home like, okay, what did I just do with my life? I'm like, I could have stayed on that path. Like maybe it's supposed to be hard. Maybe I wasn't supposed to to try to change things. And I was really starting to guilt myself and shame myself. Just kind of like a mini quarter life crisis, I would say. of just like, you know, where where's my life going to go from here? Like, am I just going to keep jumping from thing to thing and getting tired of it? And yep. I was just feeling like a failure. So that was from 25 to 26. I I really struggled. I tried different things. Um, I couldn't really get in a rhythm. And then one night in 2016, I was sitting at home and it was just like the weight of feeling like a failure just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like it's never hit me before. And it was just something about that night where I was like, I don't know if I'll ever recover from this. Like maybe I'm never going to find a pace that makes sense. Maybe I'm always going to be broke. Maybe this is just my life. And it was in that moment that I sat down at my desk and I picked up a journal that I hadn't opened in who knows how long. And I wrote a poem for the first time in years And the poem starts with, when you start to feel like things should have been better this year, remember Mm -hmm. the mountains and valleys that brought you here. 
And I just wrote the whole thing down. And then I got ready to close the notebook. And then at the last second, I wrote my name at the bottom. And Mm -hmm. the reason why that's significant for me is because over these years of trying to like, just trying all these different things, I had actually started a blog that was kind of like anonymous and I started to write there, but I never put my name on it. Um, and it was just something about this one that I was like, you know what? I think that this is supposed to have my name on it. So I wrote my name on it and then I took a picture of it and I was like, maybe I'll share it. So I took a picture of it and then I got ready to share it on Instagram. And I was like, no, it's too many people over there. I was like, I'm, I'm going to share it on Pinterest because nobody follows me over there. <laughs> so this is just, this would just be my way of sharing it. Um, I'll just share it on Pinterest and forget about it. So that's what I did. This is in November in 2016. A few months later, I started getting DMs on Instagram. People were saying, hey, did you see this uh, reality star? She posted your poem. Like, there's a poem on her page with your name on it. Did you write that? Wow. And I went and looked at it. I was like, yes, I did. I don't know how she found it, but that was me. Um, That's kind of interesting. And then a few days later, I got another message from someone else. They're like, hey, did you see this other reality star? She shared your quote. I was like, I don't know how she found that. I was like, I posted that on Pinterest one time. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, Mm -hmm. Pinterest. And I went and looked at Pinterest and that pin had been pinned over a hundred thousand times. Oh my God. Um, Till this day, I don't know where it took off. I don't know how it got to that point. Um, I mean, I had a Pinterest, but it wasn't something I was really like promoting or sharing. No. Right. And I, till this day, I have no idea how that happened. And from there, that one coin just started to get shared more and more. And people started to ask me, do you have more of that? And I was like, no, that was just like a one-time thing. But people were asking, they're like, do you have more points about this? Like, can you write more? And I was like, well, okay. I mean, I don't know what, I, I don't know what's ahead <laughs> anyway. I might as well give it a shot. I might as well try. So honestly, that was the, the launching pad to where I've been over the past two years of sharing art at the capacity that I'm sharing it. And even as I was sharing, I was still struggling with self-doubt and feeling like this is just a thing to buy the time until I figure out what my thing is. Um, I don't really see how this is going to pay any bills. I don't see how this is going to sustain itself, but I'll just keep doing it because it's something about, and what I learned, one of the biggest things I learned from this is something too, when other people start to talk to you about what you're doing. Yes. It makes you realize like, Oh, wait a second. Like this is bigger than me. Maybe there mm-hmm. is something here. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what was happening for me. It's like, once I started to read these messages, I'm like, these are real people. These are real people who I don't know who are being encouraged by this. I don't know how they're being encouraged by this. I'm like, this was so deeply personal for me, but you know, maybe there's something to that. And I just kind of had this weird thing where like, I don't want to let them down, you know, because I, I would get messages from people who would say things like, I just lost a loved one. And this was really mm. encouraging. And, you know, that's, that really humbled me because it was like, you know, here I am like putting all this pressure on myself, making it all about like, how am I going to make this something? How, and it's like, what if this something was just connecting with one other person one at a time? Like, 
Mm. What if that's what it's about? So that's what led me to the end of 2017, where one day in October, I decided, you know what? I'm just going to make everything that I put out there about one person at a time. Mm. So I just posted it one time on my Instagram story. I said, hey, if you would like for me to write something for your story, feel free to DM me your story and I'll make something for you. I'll, I'll do it for free. It'll be anonymous and private. Like so I won't gorgeous. share your name. I wow. won't share your story. Um, because I, I just realized, I was like, you know what? If I keep trying to figure out how everything is going to work in the future, like I'm going to miss these present moments that I'm having yeah. right now where people yeah. are actively looking to be encouraged. And not that I'm the only one that can encourage them. Like I'm not at all. But it's just, I think sometimes, especially with the internet, it, it can become so easy to forget that there are real people sitting on their phones, scrolling, just looking for something to 100%. just ignite hope in their life or just yes. remind them of what's true. Yep. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I got to where I am now. I started that in late 2017. I thought that I might do it for a month or two, but and it's still going and it's become a huge part of what I do. And now I do a lot of freelance. I work with and collaborate with brands and I do a lot of freelance writing. And yeah, that's kind of where I am now. Wow. So incredibly profound. This discovery, this journey, this just being witness to hearing how much of a calling this is that you, no matter where you went, God kept pulling you back into this place, like saying, yeah. Morgan, this is your role. Yeah. yeah, This is your role. And yet you, like all of us, this is very much a rite of passage where you didn't see that. You kind of saw it, but you didn't know the power in it. And mm -hmm. you weren't sure if it was enough. Mm. And then yeah. you had so much of this like wave of overwhelm one night. And you wrote down what it felt like to feel like you had failed yourself. And you put that out there and it was shared over a hundred thousand times, this beautiful, beautiful piece of vulnerability. And now for those of you listening who don't know Morgan, which you're probably saying, Kath, what a silly thing to say. We all know her <laughs> and most people do, especially in the circles I'm in. But if you don't, she has over 450,000 Instagram followers. And this has been done without the, what's the next hashtag without the, how can I partner with a brand? Even though those things have happened in the most natural way. And you went on to be able to build a beautiful business because business is people saying, we want more of you and you're saying, great. And then they're able to give you energy through the, through the value of money so that you can mm -hmm. continue to bring more of you out in the world. So it's this beautiful process, yeah, which is so just, good. you've like emerged like a phoenix, right? You're just rising up. Mm. And I love these posts. And for those of you who don't know her, and for those of you who do, we just have to share a couple. I mean, every one of them is a mic drop, but I just want to share with you a few. Recently, you posted something that really spoke to me where you said, there is no need for you to rush. Time moves quickly, but it will not move any quicker than it is moving right now. You are free to slow down, be present to this moment. Let it be the place 
where you find rest as you wait for what's to come. That gives me so much oxygen. That heals me. Where do you find these words? How do you relate so much to other people's pain that you were able to say exactly what people need to hear? You know, that is a question that I wrestle with a lot. (laughs) But one thing that I have been able to pick up on is that in reading people's stories, so I, I, I have changed where um where people no longer DM me their stories, but I invite them to send me their stories via my website. And many times the person that I'm writing for is most of the time they're in a completely different season of life than I'm in. You know, I'll I'll get a message from a 14-year-old who's going through something I've never been through, or someone who is you know, older than me, who's experiencing something that's totally different. And, you know, because all of our stories are different, but there's always a point where I'm reading what that person sent me, where I just sort of feel this like tug. Mm -hmm. And the best way I can explain it is that's the part where our stories connect. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that I deal with too, even though we are so different, even though our stories are so different. And that's the place that I always try to start writing instead mm-hmm. of trying to give advice for their situation, because I, I can't, I, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a pastor. Like that's not my role. I just look for that thing where I'm like, yep, I have felt that too. I know that, or I know someone in my life who has dealt with that exact thing. Yeah. Um, and here's what I would say to them. And here's what mm-hmm. I would say to myself. Yeah. And I try to find what's inside of me that needs to hear something about that same thing, if that makes yeah. sense. So yeah. um, especially like I'm trying to, I, I, I can't remember the exact story with the one that you just read, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was a younger person. And I remember thinking something that they said, I was like, what did I need to hear mm-hmm. at that time of my life? Like yeah. what would have resonated with me? And it's interesting because like the more I do this, I have these like actual images where I kind of go to in my mind. And one of them is a moment where I was a freshman in college and I was really struggling to make friends. And I would spend a lot of time in my dorm room by myself. Mm. And I think about freshman in college, Morgan, if she were scrolling through Facebook, what would encourage her in that exact moment? And not necessarily something that would have fixed the problem, mm-hmm. but would have just reminded me like, oh, wait a second. I'm not the only person that feels that way. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. And also like maybe because of that, there's hope. Maybe because of the fact that I'm not the only person dealing with this, there's yeah. hope that this is something that can be walked through and work, worked through. That's so generous of you to share moments when you felt broken. And that is really one of your biggest strengths is that you are not afraid to share your own brokenness. I love the way that you articulate things. I mean, you are such a poet. Um, Another post of yours, which I love is you created this beautiful scene of a night sky with like a shooting star and it's just magical. And you wrote, I just hope you know that there is, there is still room for you to come alive here. It's extraordinary. And like, I want people really to hear this because one of your themes is there's room for you. 
And Morgan didn't start in 2005 when people were beginning to blog and say things on the internet. We're talking mm -hmm. in the last two years when it was a very, very crowded, saturated place. Yeah. And yet when a person comes along, that light, it just peeks right through. In looking at your work and in this moment right now, speaking to all of our listeners, I wanted to hear what you would say to, to encourage them and to help them get into action, know that there's room for them and to take flight on their journey. I would say the biggest thing that, that kind of stands out to me and that keeps me grounded is to just find a way to incorporate something into your routine, into your, your rhythm of things, whatever it is that you're making or you're doing that you can reach one person at a time. Maybe you get into practice every day or every day that you're working on your business or your project that you try to respond to one email every morning that mm. somebody who is just saying, thank you, I received this and I loved it. Like maybe that's your thing. It's just once a day, you know, it could take you literally three minutes to do it <laughs> once mm -hmm. a day. Or maybe it's you have a hundred orders going out this week, but you pick one order every week to write a hand, handwritten letter into it. Like just because you just pick up an envelope and you're like, Jackie, I'm going to write a letter to her. I'm like, I don't, I don't know Jackie's life. I don't know what her, you know, day is like or whatever, but I'm just going to send her a note just because, and you can either do this, like just between you and what you do, or you can share it publicly and say, Hey, like, I'm going to do that. And I just think that having something like that, it can really help you just remember why you do what you do. Because, yeah. Yeah. you know, even though all of our stories are different, we all have these moments where, we heard like that one thing that we're like, yes, that's what, that's what I want to do. Or we had that conversation or we met that person or we listened to that podcast episode, that one guest said that one thing. And we're like, yep, that's, that's where I'm going next. That's what I want to do. I'm inspired by that. And to just, you know, to stay connected with that because, you know, when you're that. stepping out and in, into the, this unknown of starting your own thing or making your own thing, like it can become very stressful and overwhelming. And for many of us lonely, like, you know, I, I work at home a lot, so I have to just take intentional times like, okay, let me get out the house and just be around other people. Like, yeah. even if I'm not talking or engaging with them, like sometimes Absolutely. I just need to be out and, right. you know, there's all these things that happen and it can become so easy for us to get in our heads and just get discouraged and feel like what we're doing, it doesn't have value or purpose, or it's just not enough. Yes. So just finding some way, like, I think that's something that everybody could find no matter what their thing is, could find a way to do that in their business. That makes so much sense what you're saying, because it really grounds you in your purpose. Like mm -hmm. it, it makes it really feel like the wires connect and the light goes on. You're like, mm. at the end of the day, I want to do this simple transaction where I make this and this other person receives it. I love that. I think that one of the other things that gets in the way for people, and you articulate it so well, you're shining a light on how we beat ourselves up, how we tell ourselves that we're failing. And you have this, this drawing of a wilting plant and you say, perhaps even here I am growing. Mm. And that's so beautiful. And, and the way that you talk about, you know, 
you're hoping and you're wanting to just continue to cultivate in people that they will mm -hmm. give themselves the grace not to shame themselves but to mm -hmm. see the greatness within us and i think some people are listening right now and probably thinking but morgan can do this because look how radiant she is i don't have that how can you get through what do you want to say to those people to help them hear and see the brilliance that they do have yeah, that's actually something that I am very passionate about, especially in my writing workshops that I teach. I, I always start off with like, okay, before we are going to write something new, I'm going to actually encourage you to start looking at things you've already written, including text messages, including um, old journal entries that are from high school that you probably feel like are embarrassing. Mm. Um, but the reason why is because there's a uniqueness. I truly believe there's a uniqueness to everyone's voice. Like everyone has a certain way of saying things that no one else says. And the more you find that, that's what people want to connect with. So and you could come from a family that has five siblings and you all had the exact same childhood yeah. and same experiences, but every single one of you tells the stories differently. How um, true is that? I have one sister and she's two years younger than me. And we still argue back and forth over deep, small, pointless details. Yeah, you saw it differently. Yeah, exactly. You saw it differently. And to me, that is art. That is creativity. I'm like, that's the stuff that makes art special. So, you know, whether you are a writer or art, you know, like a visual artist or you're making art in another way, and it's so, so much a part of you that you don't even notice it. Like, mm -hmm. you know, see you, it's just like, oh yeah, that's just the way I do it. But someone else is going to look at that and say, yeah, but that's awesome. I never would have thought of it that way. Like I never would have used that color with that color. Or mm -hmm. like, I remember specifically when I went, I went through a knitting phase. Like I just love knitting. <laughs> I still do. But I went through a phase where I was like obsessed with it. And I remember watching videos and I would watch 10 people in a row doing the same technique but they were doing it differently. And I'm like, you know what? They're, they're all right. There's not a wrong way of right, doing it right. here. It's like all of these knitters have their way of doing it. So yeah. it, it kind of takes other people to look at it and say, oh, I remember one time when I shared, um, when I was just starting to, to paint and I did just like a landscape. It was like a sunset landscape. Mm -hmm. And to me, I was like, yeah, this is just like a sunset, sun setting over the mountains. And I showed it to a painter who was, he was actually like a legit painter. He was like in galleries and stuff. Like I was just doing it as a hobby. And he was like, oh, interesting that you did the sun that way. And he actually kind of meant it in a condescending way, <laughs> but I took it as, wow, I did paint the sun white. I didn't even realize I did that. I didn't realize that was like unique. Cool. Thanks guy. <laughs> and, you know, he didn't even mean it as a compliment. Like he was saying like, that's weird. Like, why did you paint the sun that way? But I took that as, but that's my uniqueness. Like that's what made it special. So we, even in the, the feedback that we get where someone might say like, say something that you can't sure if it's a compliment or not. And yeah. <laughs> you're not sure. Like that might just be like the quirky thing that makes your thing work. Mm -hmm. So another question that's coming to mind is I think a lot of people struggle with how to cultivate and curate and find that harvest of the richness that they want to bring into the world. I think some people feel like, I don't know if I could create something every day, even if their thing is ceramics, even if their thing is songwriting, mm -hmm. whatever their thing is, 
what is your advice for people so that they can really find what it is they want to share? Well, this is actually really relevant <laughs> to me right now, especially being being pregnant and, you know, about to enter a season of, you know, becoming a mom and all that. Right. You know what? My, my schedule is going to look different. So that's something that I am being very int- intentional about right now. And one thing that I have found is that, you know, even if I'm not able to create or make or share at the same capacity that I am, you know, all the time, number one, that's okay. And number two is that, you know, that doesn't mean that I still can't find like a new rhythm, you know, maybe instead of writing every morning, I'm writing every Sunday morning. Maybe it's instead of making 10 pieces of art a day, I'm making, I try to make 10 pieces a month just to get in a practice of staying consistent with it. And I think a lot of times when we hear words like consistency, it can seem like, okay, well, I've got to be consistent with it every single day. And I can't, I can't fall off. And if I fall off, it's going to fall apart and everything's going to be terrible. (laughs) But what I've learned is that, you know, consistency is the fact that, you know, I know that this is something that's inside of me and I can look back over the course of my life and, and see that I've worked on it every year, or I've worked on this one thing every other year. Mm-hmm. That's there's still a flow to that. Like <laughs> that still tells a story. So, you know, a lot of it is just having grace for yourself and 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 seeing that, you know, even when there are these gaps and there might be times where you take breaks and sometimes that break might be a month or a year or five years, but you are not any less, your work is not any less valuable. That's just the way that your story is being woven. And it's, and it's beautiful and it's rich whenever you get to work on it because it's you. So that's actually my biggest goal this week actually is really looking at my schedule and my, my workload and I'm rearranging things so that I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually make all of the art that I need to make. Like when I I work on it, for this amount of hours instead of needing two or three days. Mm-hmm. And it takes some work to get to that point because I, I think so many of us can very easily end up overworking ourselves and we don't even realize we're doing it. Yeah. We just get so used to going and going and going and we don't even realize how fast we've been going. We don't realize how long we've been going. And I know that's been my story over the past few years. Like Even though I'm doing what I love, I didn't realize until I got pregnant and I started to deal with like pretty extreme fatigue in the first oh, trimester. Oh, that's how it is. Oh yeah. yeah it's beyond like, what you can imagine. Yeah, yeah it, it was real. And I, yeah. I went, that was probably, that's probably been the hardest part of this whole pregnancy experience is realizing that I was like, I was overworking and I didn't even realize it. Yeah. In my own experience, I can just offer that I have three little girls and mm. the oldest is seven and the youngest is two. And with oh, each wow. child coming into the world, I have just found more of myself. And Mm -hmm. I've been able to express myself even more and find the balance as well. So it's amazing how they've just encouraged me and just added new creativity every time. So I have no doubt that you'll continue to make beautiful things. As we're signing off, I feel like I just want to light a path for people who are listening because you have already touched on it, how this incredible growth and outpouring of creativity has led to you being able to have income and a beautiful income and many different streams of it. So what are the different ways? Just tell us a little bit more from a business standpoint, 
what are, what does that look like? Selling art, brand collaborations, mm -hmm. doing freelance work. I know that you also do a lot of speaking. Which one of those generates for you the most income mm -hmm. so that people can look and say, oh, I can see now there is a path. That's a model that I could then aspire to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the first I would say is my freelance and commission work. So in putting out, you know, my artwork, people see my style and they see the way I create. And mm -hmm. I, and if I wasn't even trying to do this at first until people started to reach out and they say, Hey, like, I really like this mountainscape. Like, could I, could you make something like this for an album cover? And I was mm. like, Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Didn't right. Even oh, think about that. Thing. Yeah. So that's actually how that started. So I added like a work with me tab on my website and, um, I mean, I've done everything from album covers, t-shirts, posters, brand postcards, banners, like all kinds of things. And that has been like the primary source of, of income. So it's like looking at my page, like I think sometimes it looks like, oh yeah, I'm just like making art <laughs> and I am, but in a way when you're putting your things out there, like you're giving marketers and business owners ideas for like, mm -hmm. wow, I, I would like to have something like that. So that is a motivation for me to share a lot of what I do as well, yep. because I'm like, now I see like, this is something that can grow. And then, you know, just as a part of that too, is um, brand collaborations. This is somewhat new for me because I wasn't really sure when I always heard about brand collaborations. I was like, I was like, I think that's for like fashion influencers. Like <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> see how that could work for me. And then I was reached out to by coach handbags Oh and, my um, God. I got to do a collaboration with a muralist. They were working with a, a high school in New Jersey um, where they're just doing all this incredible work for these kids. And they painted a mural, two murals for them. And I wrote the words and they commissioned me to do the words for that painting. And then after that, I created a custom piece for them for their Instagram, coach's Instagram for International Women's Day. That's so amazing. that was, that was just the past few months um, that I had those two. And that was really exciting because I've actually been trying to figure out, I'm like, you know, how do artists and, you know, illustrator designers like collaborate with brands? I, I didn't, you know, I just didn't know. I was just figuring out as I went along. So that one, that has become like a, a part of my income as well. And then the other thing is that I self-published a book and it's just like a small book of poems that I wrote and I published it in 2017 and it has surprised me how much revenue that that book has brought in on the first, like the first day. And this is back when I, I mean, I had maybe like 10, 15,000 followers on, and on the first day it went to number one in its category, inspirational mm -hmm. poetry. I was like, Oh, that was cool. And then, it's kind of stayed in that top number for a while. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's been pretty neat. And then I'm starting to do more speaking. That's not something I also didn't plan, but then, you know, you just kind of have to be prepared when people ask you <laughs> like, Hey, would you be interested in speaking? I'm like, well, I guess I am speaking on podcasts. I guess I could <laughs> try yeah. to do this in real life. So, um, <laughs> so what is your main point? usually when you go to speak, like you write it all up, but like, isn't there like this go-to thing that you get to that moment and you're like, this is really what I came to tell you. Mm. For me, and I, I've kind of talked about it on this episode. I love talking about the uniqueness of everyone's voice mm -hmm. and 
just encouraging people, like, even if they've been taking notes while I'm talking to encourage them to look at those notes. And if the person next to you is taking notes too, look at her notes. They're different. You guys didn't write down the same thing. The same things don't stand out to you. And I'm like, that's it. Like, that's the thing. And I could just go on and on about that forever. Maybe it's because that's something that I didn't really hear. That's something that I struggled with. I I didn't feel like there was a uniqueness to my voice or my story. I just felt like, yeah, I'm just over here making these things, but no one's going to really care. So that's probably why I have so much fire when I talk about that. Just because I'm like, I know that other people are probably feeling this way too. I love it. You're amazing. So tell us where we can find you. Yes. Yeah, so I'm Morgan Harper Nichols pretty much everywhere. Uh, Morgan Harper Nichols.com, Morgan Harper Nichols on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube. I'll be posting there more soon. <laughs> and on Twitter, Morgan H. Nichols. So that's where you Amazing. can find me. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being here in the world. You are mm-hmm. making a huge difference. It's an incredible gift. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for creating the space. And I really enjoyed this conversation. You're the best. Oh my gosh. What an absolute delight it has been to have Morgan here. Now here are some takeaways. Number one, have the courage to share your brokenness. Number two, we are from all walks of life, but we've all experienced the same emotions and that's where the stories connect. Number three, you are not alone in your pain. There's hope that it will get better. Number four, build a rhythm in your routine so you can reach out to one person at a time. Number five, we each have a unique voice, a unique way of saying things. That is what makes your art special. Number six, you can refine your version of consistency. Number seven, have grace for yourself. There may be breaks and gaps, but that does not make you any less worthy. Just a reminder, this is your last chance to pre-order the book before Wednesday, May 1st, if you want to get in on all the bonuses. So if you're thinking to yourself, I think I'm going to buy that book anyway, because it's only 20 some odd dollars. I want to support Kathy. I like the podcast. Even if you're not a reader, get the audible version. You can listen to it. You can get it for your mom. You can get it for your sister. You can get it for your coworker, get it for a friend. Get in on this because that $20 or so that you're going to spend on the book is going to be your ticket into six weeks of coaching calls and into all the other things, including choosing one of those free masterclasses. So it's very, very much worth it. I would say the value on all of that, if you totaled it all together, would be thousands of dollars and it'll be truly transformational work. So go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com slash book and go ahead and get your copy. If you want to say hi, you can come find me on Instagram at kathy.heller. I've been switching up my Instagram feed and trying to be a little more stylish about it. So come on over. Let me know what you think. I do read all of my DMs and I reply to as many as I can. Also, you can join our beautiful community in the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group if you like. Do me a favor. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to the show right now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And it would mean the world to me if you share the show with a friend, whether it's this episode or another episode, go ahead and share it so we can keep growing this movement and inspiring more deserving people to find their purpose and share their gifts with the world. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Thursday. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. They say that home is where the heart is. So what am I to do? Won't you teach me how to trust this? Cause
Nothing lasts.